This week on the Digital Marketing Scoop, we discuss what you can do right now to improve your search engine rankings. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop. This week we're going to be going through uh, a couple of things that you can start doing basically today to start improving your, your rankings within Google. Um, so obviously, look, SEO is a, a huge area. There's a lot of bull, for want of a better term, um, around the area. Um, but what we just want to do today is to go through kind of five or six things that you can start implementing on your, your website that are going to have a positive effect on your rankings. Um, so Jen, what in terms of, of starting off someone's SEO journey, What do you think is the the best way to to start off on on this journey? I think the best thing to do when you're starting is to actually look at the structure of what what your site looks like now. What's your homepage? What are your next line menu? And what's feeding in underneath it? What is your your kind of, you always see those graphs of like the CEO and the next people underneath and the managers. How is your website structured like that? And can Google easily flow, navigate through those? Is it clear? Um, I think it, it's beneficial in two ways. Obviously, Google is going to have to crawl your site and figure that out for itself anyway. So your site structure is extremely important. But secondly, it'll also help you um, identify areas where users may have an issue with the flow of your website as well yeah. for user experience. Absolutely. And user experience is getting more and more and more important, um, especially now on you know, maybe 60% of your traffic is going to be on mobile. Yeah. Um, so you have a lot less screen real estate to to be playing around with than what you did on um, on uh, desktop. Exactly. Um, and for, for me as well, but as part of, a, of an SEO plan, you know, know where you stand right now. So use a tool such as Moz, put all your keywords into Moz, find out where you rank for all the keywords that are important to your business. Um, and if you've been running Google ads, I think I'd love to do is to pull out the, the search terms report and actually find, you know, the keywords that have been turning into leads and sales for you. Take those keywords, put them into a rank tracking tool, such as we use Moz here, but there's, there's lots of different rank tracking tools and find out where you are for your keywords at the moment. Because you may find if from your Google ad campaign, okay, I'm in position uh, or page two for a particular keyword that's actually converting really well on Google Ads. Yeah. So if you start putting in some effort around that keyword to get you onto page one, you can have a dramatic um, impact potentially on your on your leads and sales. So, you know, start producing content around that keyword and distributing that content through social media. Start, uh, one thing we started doing here is doing infographics around certain yeah. keywords. Um, so there's, there's ways to, rather than kind of, going for like a really broad keyword that you think, okay, I need to be on the top for this, is to actually try and use existing data that you for keywords that you actually know produce results. Because we all have ideas in our head of what the best keywords are to to rank for. But until you actually know and have data that shows, okay, this keyword, which I've been using on Google Ads, is converting uh, at 4%. So, or this keyword is converting at 10%. So obviously it's more beneficial to put your focus on the the one that's converting at 10%, given everything else being equal. Um, so I think if you are running Google Ads, pull out your search terms report, find where you are ranking for those keywords organically, 
and then start developing content around the specific keywords um, that you, you know to produce results for your business. Yeah. And a, a great thing to do there as well is, I mean, if you're not running Google Ads, then you don't have kind of a little bit of a data bank to hand. But I mean, there's loads of tools out there. One I use a lot is just SERP Robot. And it's there's so many of them out there. But you can just pop in keywords. You can pop in your competitor's website along it. And it will tell you where you're ranking in comparison to them. And the top 10 ahead of you, if if there's 10 of, ahead of you, of yeah. course. yeah. So what, what I think is great as well is to actually go to Google, put your search term into Google, and then scroll down to the bottom of the page, and Google will actually tell you yeah. all the relevant terms that people are searching around that keyword. Um, so if you don't have, like Jen said, if you don't have you know, ads data, Google will give you some really solid, good yeah. information around the terms people are searching. And that data is actually getting to the point where it's a, it's a little bit more valid and better to use than, than what it feeds you in the keyword planner sometimes in, in AdWords. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I suppose, look, once you, once you kind of know the, the keywords you, you want to, um, to rank for, then obviously it's hugely important that your site has content around those keywords. And for me, it's about being as, as specific as possible. Um, so if you're, you know, want to rank for, I'm going to use very broad terms here, like red car. Um, ideally, the keyword you want to be going for is red car with four wheels uh, from Cork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you, you want to be creating content no. as specific as possible to the, to the search terms, because you know, there's obviously going to be huge amounts of competition around red car, but if you're producing content that's very specific and very niche, you're going to rank higher and much faster for that keyword. Yeah. I mean, the the long tail keywords are really coming into play now. I mean, the early days of SEO, you you know, your your keywords, you were your keywords, and it wasn't a, a big, well, it was a big push, but it wasn't as big a push as it is now to rank for especially kind of the broader kind of terms like. Imagine trying to rank number one for T-shirts, <laughs> you know, it would just be and crazy. And imagine how low so. your conversion rate would be because the keyword is so broad. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 great to kind of really, really nail down. And it, uh, I'm talking about even nailing down like sentences people search, like just just kind of following that kind of trend. And Google will give you those the longer versions of things. Yeah, as well, that yeah. and very much so down down at the bottom of the results. So if you type in your your main keyword into Google, then scroll down to the bottom and look at the the related uh, search terms that they give you. Some of those are, could be a goldmine, especially you know in terms of of local businesses, because you're going to have a lot less competition uh, around your your local terms versus you know if you're competing for much bigger national terms. We'll call it, we'll say yeah. Um. So another thing to to do st- kind of straight away is once you have those keywords and you've been producing content from is the way you're structuring those on the site. So if you're producing content from still. Google looks at what's called the H1 tag, the title tag of your content is still hugely, hugely important. Um, so it's very important. Now, you don't, you're not going to write your content for Google. At the end of the day, you're writing your content for the user to be as helpful to the, the user as possible. But within your, your title, you should have your, your main keyword in that title. And the title is still something that Google looks at as uh, it's a huge weighting factor in terms of um, in terms of the of what they're looking at on the page, yeah. Um, so, like for example, again, we if we look at our, our red car, you know, your title of your article for about your red car isn't just going to be red car; it's going to be the red car with four wheels in Cork. 
yeah. or how to buy a red car with four wheels in Cork. <laughs> <laughs> you always need all four. Um, yeah, it's a great thing to do with the keyword uh, in the headers. Um, I did some I did some nosing about H1s because I was curious about them. But so, I mean, best practice is always to have one. But yep. Google's official statement on how they um, work those into the algorithm is that you can you can use more than one. Now, it's not best practice, but Google isn't going to penalize you. But I can't imagine them doing too much. It's not going to make things worse. Anyway, um, a great thing for the, the headers is that if you include the, the questions, so using them as questions and answering them underneath. I mean, a huge thing at the moment is Google's featured snippets. And to appear though in there is a great way to rank highly organically, um, as well as that voice search will pick those snippets up now. Yep. So if someone asks that question into Google Home or anywhere, then the, that's what uh, the answer is being fed from. Um, and that's a great way to, to boost your rankings organically as well. Cool. So let's say you've got your, your structure site right. You feel it's easy for the user to use. You've gone through, you looked at the, the keywords people are searching around your, your product and services. So the other thing, and we'll say you've produced content around it. So the other thing to do is to set up what's called um, Search Console, Google Search Console. Yeah. Um, and basically, there's if you're on a WordPress site, there's a plugin called Yoast. It's a very, very, very popular um, SEO plugin. Yeah. And that will produce what's called a sitemap of your, your website, which is basically an XML file with the location of every every page on your website and you can submit that to Google. So if for some reason Google hasn't has missed out on some pages of your site um, or wasn't able to index it because you, you didn't have it structured properly on the site, once you submit that, that sitemap to Google, you're basically telling Google, here are all the pages of my website, go look at them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's hugely important. Um, if it's overlooked, you you could be missing out without actually having done anything wrong, you know, yeah. as such, yeah. which is which is horrible for businesses in 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 so many ways. If you've done everything right but just not submitted your sitemap, yeah, it can it can yeah, make a difference. I mean, it's I mean, in theory, if you've got you know a good website, you've links coming into it. Google's going to index it anyway. Yeah. But I mean, if you've like you see where you have thousands of pages with loads of products and stuff like that, it's it's very it's good practice. Yeah. Do your sitemap. Uh, submit to Google and they'll also come back to you in Search Console then if there's any uh, particular issues on your site like we've seen cases where um, a client has come to us and within WordPress they had left ticked the um, uh, do not index basically so they, they had all this content on their site they were like they go to Google and they're, they're not even showing up in the results and they're, they're wondering why if they had Search Console in it Search Console would have told them that they're in their they disallowed robots from indexing their website, and yeah. so it would literally email you saying, oh, "Okay, this is a big mistake you've made here. You need to go fix that." Yeah, um, and for new businesses, obviously, absolutely. if it's a new website, you gotta yeah. get it done. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, so another thing as well that I think is important is you know keeping that the, the valuable information above the fold. So again, giving the user exactly what they want. Um, as quickly as possible. So yep. again, we, as we say with the title, you want that definitely, and you want your keywords, and you want that to be um, as related to the search term that the person searched as possible. But then in that first paragraph, giving them as much um, 
information related to to what what you what you said you're going to give them basically to to give to them that a reason keyword. to give give them a reason to scroll down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think of it that way. I mean, like uh, Google's one of its most um, important rank. I think it's three is rank brain, and that is purely based around user experience. And I mean, it's the same thing that we were talking about with the Google Ads and in a previous episode where you want the message to match from the search term right through. Yep. But that the same applies for it organically. You want Google wants to see that that person is spending a little bit of time on the page because without it it's it's just going to if if loads of users are clicking through to your website not finding what they're looking for bouncing back google is going to recognize that and it's going to indicate to google that you need to be ranked a little bit lower because people aren't finding what they're looking for from you another thing actually i suppose that gets overlooked on the, the search results page as well is the description so while Google have said that the, the meta description doesn't really play a role in terms of the actual um, the the keywords in it within the, the rank of the site, where what it does have a big impact on is the click-through rate from the search results onto your, your website. So if you're writing really good descriptions, um, if you're, let's say, position three and more people and clicking your result on position three than they are the position two result and they're getting good experience, then Google are going to, you know, potentially move you up the rankings yeah. because that user is having a better experience. Um, you've written a much better description they have that is answering that person's search query better. So they're, again, they're just going to, to move you up because at the end of the day, all Google wants to do is give the best results. Yeah. Um, so if you're providing the best content around the particular search term and you're once they land on your website, you're providing the easiest, fastest, best solution for that search term, over time, your rankings are going to to improve around that yeah. term. And like these are things that, I mean, like that now, if you're fixing all of your descriptions tonight and you've done a great job, you're in it for the long haul, a small bit, you know, you're going to have to wait and wait and see those um, rankings go up. But again, like that, improving your click-through rate is it directly correlates with what Google wants to see to yeah. boost you up. So it's and it's the same with Google Ads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we've gone through the headings, the meta descriptions, your content. So one thing that's overlooked, and it is more of a, a technical aspect, is the the site speed. Yeah. So if if someone is hitting your website and they're waiting and waiting for it to load, that is about as bad as user experience as you can get. And we're talking about seconds. Yeah. Milliseconds. Yeah. You you want your site loading as quickly as possible. Um. So I suppose that does come down more to a technical aspect, but there are some simple things, simple mistakes that people make. Uploading imagery without optimizing it for the web. Yeah. So, I mean, someone puts up a photo and it's like it's tiny, but it's three megabytes in actual yeah. size. That's going to dramatically slow down your site. And there's so many tools out there for images in particular. I mean, I, I know I wouldn't usually be recommending too many plugins into a website either. But I mean, if you want a quick and easy solution, there are plugins that you can get. You can click a button. You probably might have to pay it a tenner or something, you know, and just do the website in one sweep. Just yeah. reduce Bring all, all of them. Down. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, do, it, it does play a huge role because if someone, if you're, let's say you're, well up in the results and people go to your website and they click it but then they're backing to the results the whole time you know google is going to see that they're you're you're providing a bad experience for the the user on that particular search term over time your your rankings are going to fall um so it is very important to to minimize the 
as I said, there's a lot you could do on the technical side to increase your or to decrease your side speed. But something simple that you can do is to just reduce the size of, of your images yeah. on the side. And I mean, just go to PageSpeed Insights, Google's um, tool, and just put in your URL, and it will give you a list of things that are slowing your website down. Some of them you might be able to do. Some of them you might be able to hand over to a developer. Um, a lot of them, the big ones would probably be images. Yep. Usually those are what will come up first. I mean, there's going to be a lot of things like caching and, you know, slow yep. your JavaScript and all this kind of stuff. It's a little bit harder and you can't, and nobody can do everything for their website. You're never going to have the perfect 100 score. I mean, you're always yeah. going to have something on your website that I'm has sure, to I'm load. Sure I, <laughs> I always go, you know, if you put in like Amazon into to Google score, I think it's like 60 something. It's, you know, it's, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. You're never going to have um, the perfect score, but the most important thing you want is in, you know, in the real world, when somebody visits your website, are they waiting? Because if they are, then that's that's going to massively affect your rankings. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, so overall, I suppose, look, what I would take away from this is, one, establish where you are in Google's rankings because you, you need a ba- that baseline to measure where where you're starting off. Two, find the keywords you want to, to rank for, start producing really good content around those and distributing that content. Uh, three, make sure you are optimizing your pages, so your your heading tags, your uh, descriptions, um, making sure your keywords are in that. Again, don't write for Google. You need to write really good content for your users. Mm-hmm. Um, four, make sure your site is working fast. So either from a technical point of view, you know, get onto your web developer, whoever you need to get onto to look at that, um, and obviously from your own point of view, your imagery. Um, Anything else I'm missing there, Jen? I just think that everything you're doing, whether it's from site structure, just to add on what you were saying, is from site structure to content you're writing to keyword research, everything. Um, ign- for my, even though you're doing it for Google, ignore Google while you're yeah. doing it, if that makes sense, because you're writing for your user. You want the user experience to be good throughout. And these are the things that I know that Google are already kind of taking into consideration through like their rank brain stuff and all of that kind of encapsulates that but at the same time google is definitely going to be moving more and more into that kind of user experience space of like rankings so i mean making sure everything is mobile friendly loading fast those are all things that create good user experience it's just it's great that google likes them as well yeah absolutely and of course doing having a great user experience is going to increase that conversion rate as well exactly people are going to stay on the website longer and that's what google wants to see too Brilliant. Yeah. So obviously, look, SEO is a, a huge area and there's a lot of technical stuff. And there's a, an awful lot you can get into in it. But if you if you just start doing the, the simple stuff right, um, like making sure the H1 tags are optimized, making sure your site's fast, fast you're, you're going to see improvements and have that base, have that measurement so that you know what you're doing is working. Yeah. Um, and where you need to go next to, into the more yeah. difficult side. Yeah. Brilliant. That has been this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop.